Welcome, my friends, to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Rapt. Welcome. It is Monday, June 15th. I hope you all had a great weekend. I had a great weekend because (laughs) I saw human beings for the first time in many months. I saw some of my friends. We went and hung out outside, very far away from each other, picnic style. It was relaxing. It was nice. I feel like I don't want to say where I hung out because... I don't want everyone going there because it was pretty empty. But trust me, it was a really cool place to hang out. Jack, don't you think it was a good place to hang out? I can. Uh, it's true. It was cool. She and her friends went to a uh, cool place. That's right. Jack is on the mic. I made Jack go on the mic because I'm his boss. <laughs> I asked not to, but here I am. <laughs> That's my husband, Jack. My producer slash husband. Um, so, yeah. I had a social distant hang. It went very well. I also popped over to a protest, which felt good. You know, we got to stay inside. But if there's some things you can do outside, like you can you can you can protest. You can see your friends in a public outdoor setting with no no people around. Other than that, stay inside. Oh, exciting times. Truly exciting times. I redid my hair. It's pinker. I'm trying to dye it every two weeks. This isn't interesting. This is actually considered boring, what I'm talking about right now. I'm just shooting the shit, though, because hot and rich, it's a it's a relaxed vibe over here. Oh, some show announcements. Some show announcements. We've got emotes, okay? If you are a subscriber to this channel, you now have access to, I believe, three different emotes. That's right. One of my face, one of Zach Braff, and one of Florence Pugh. Can we... I can't see the one of my face. Is it not up? Let me, let me check what happened. Did it not get approved? It might still be in... Um, the approvals process with the powers that be at Twitch. But we do have emotes of Zach Braff and Florence Pugh. They are the show's mascots, really. Not officially or anything. They don't know I exist. But Zach Braff and Florence Pugh are the hot and rich mascots. Florence Pugh, of course, representing hot. Zach Braff, of course, representing rich. Now they're both rich, but she's hot and he's rich. Let's let's go with that. I just made that up, but it sounds good. Hot and rich. <laughs> the the true viewers of this show know that hot and rich means Florence Pugh and Zach Braff in our own private secret language, right, Jack? That's right. <laughs> Do you like that you're on mic? Do you like it? It's interesting. It's different. You know, I'm uh, you know, I, I keep hearing myself on the on the monitor. So, you know, I now just pulled the headphones off. Uh, yeah, so you don't that, you need know, them. That's been the part that sucks the most. Wow, Jack in the booth, everybody. Jack, there I am. Here I am little, in the booth. My little sidekick. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
A little sidekick. I don't know if I'm your little sidekick or anything like that. My big, big sidekick. <laughs> I don't know. It's the sidekick part. It's not the <laughs> little or big <laughs> part. All right. Should we do it, Jack? Should we do a segment I like to call Hot Seconds? All right. This is Hot Seconds. It's the part of the show where we talk about something, but only for a hot second. Okay. All right. First up, Ashley Benson and G Easy held hands. Yes, that's right. They held hands. Jack, can we get a cozy alert? I think it's on the, there somewhere. I don't think so. You never gave me the cozy alert. I thought we got the cozy alert. You never gave it to me. Oh. <laughs> I only have this. Oh, okay. Well, we'll use that. We'll use that later. Okay. Listen, like I said, this is Hot and Rich, a show with no technical difficulties. Created by me, Kate Raff. That's our new slogan, by the way. A show with no technical difficulties. <laughs> um, listen, Ashley Benson was paparazzied, papped, pap smeared, as I like to call it. Holding hands with Gerald G. Easy, the white rapper that she's been seen out and about with. This is a big deal because they haven't really like confirmed their relationship. They've only like coronavirus confirmed it. When you're coronavirus confirming your relationship, that means you're paparazzi at the grocery store together. But this time they've been pap smeared holding hands. That is love. You do not hold hands with someone in front of the paparazzi unless you're trying to say loud and proud, we're fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're fucking. That's what that handhold means, right? You don't hold hands like that unless you've. Fucked. <laughs> Sorry. Am I being too um, uncouth for you, Jack? You know the the podcast is listed uh, uh, you know as as clean content, so that could be an issue. Well, you don't have to narc me out like that. <laughs> I'm not narking you out. You know the the people at iTunes don't fuck around. You just said fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. So you're just as guilty as me. But let me just describe this photo for you, okay? It's like Ashley Benson. She's got no mask on, but she does have a bandana around her neck. So maybe she had it over her face at one point. She's wearing sunglasses. Gerald, a.k.a. g Easy, the white rapper, he's got a black shirt on. And they're holding hands, I think, I believe, in the interlaced way, which is the more intimate way. Everybody knows this kind of handhold with the interlaced fingers means you're exchanging sexual relations. If you hold hands like this, it means... You're just kissing. Okay, sexual relations, just kissing, maybe some over the over the clothes petting, okay? That's the rule. That's what scientists everywhere are saying. Studies have shown. Okay. Well, this is I I I'm not thrilled about this relationship because I really liked Ashley Benson and her ex-girlfriend Cara Delevingne. I thought they were a really great couple. They bought a sex bench together. My friend sold them the sex bench. Shout out Dr. Fuzz. 
who works at a sex shop or worked. I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I don't know if he was essential uh, enough. But that I, I shipped Ashley Benson and Cara Delevingne. This new relationship do not ship. But at least we know it's confirmed. At least we're not questioning what's going on. We now know based on the photo of the interlocking fingers that they are. Yeah. Together. And yeah, it's sexual. <laughs> is, that, is that too creepy? I thought it was fine. Okay, good. Well, speaking of totally not creepy at all, let's look at Matthew Perry's butt crack. Look at that. Matthew Perry. This is unfortunate. He got he got papped. He got pap smeared bending over to get something out of his car. Oh no, he dropped it's worse. He dropped something on the ground. Did he drop the Starbucks cup? It's a in water the, bottle. In the first picture, he's holding a Starbucks cup. In the second picture, he's bending over to pick something up. I think a water bottle. I bet he's got one of those car situations like that I have where you just throw all your trash in your car and you keep it, your car slowly piles up to the ceiling with water bottles and trash. Anyway, he probably opened the door and one of the trash bottles fell out. He bent over, showed his little butt crack. You know, it's good to get give your butt a little tan. I support Matthew Perry showing us his butt. Just I giving think, his butt a little tan there. Yeah, a little tan. You know, it's like a classic kind of middle-aged white guy butt. Not bad. It's fine. It's He's a butt king. We stand a butt king. It is hairless, which I like. I like that for him. Nobody told me butts were going to crack that way. Da, 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 da. All right, let's go to the next. <laughs> let's go to the next one. We've got a quick Vander Pump date. Okay, a Vander Pump date. I feel like I, all I do is talk about Vander Pump rules now. Does anyone else feel Vander fatigued? Does anyone feel pump fatigued? Does anyone have punk fatigue? Punk pump fatigue. That's where you have fatigue from overly talking about the cast of Vander Pump Rules. I might need to be hospitalized for exhaustion <laughs> because it's too much at this point. But listen, it's dominating the news cycle for a reason. It's interesting. It is interesting. New stuff keeps happening. First, let's talk about Faith. Faith talked to Page Six over the weekend and told them that Kristen reached out to apologized to her over DM. Faith didn't engage in conversation, but did say that Kristen reached out only after the public apology where she got heat from her fans for not reaching out to Faith privately first. She did also say that Stassi never reached out, not before the public apology, not after the public apology. Stassi has not reached out to Faith whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Valerie is hot in the chat. Points out that um, Kristen Doty does have a bit of a racial slur on her shirt. I won't say which one. You can check out the the YouTube <laughs> clip in the show notes if you're listening to the podcast and you want to see what I'm talking about. Whew. All right. 
And this is kind of the bombshell news that shook me to my fucking core this weekend. Stassi is pregnant. Stassi is literally going to give birth to a human being. And this announcement came out on Saturday, just a casual cool two days after she hired a crisis PR firm. I mean, I don't think they made it up. I think it's real. Um, But it's like very the timing, you know, I'm just going to say the timing. The timing is very crisis PR firm. It's wild. It's wild that she's pregnant. It's wild that she probably thought she was going to have a whole storyline about her pregnancy this season on Vanderpump Rules because they were supposed to be filming like right now. She was supposed to be getting married and having like a plot line about how she's pregnant and getting married. It was going to be like you have to if you know Vanderpump Rules like that would have dominated the entire season. <laughs> like Saucy would have been like the star of this season. And now she's not because she has a history of being racist over multiple years, not just one time. Not just a mistake. She's proven herself to be quite, quite, quite problematic. And it would have been a horrible storyline. So thank God it's not happening. I truly do not like, like care about seeing these people have another wedding storyline and a baby storyline. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if we need that. I don't know if we need that. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if she's like, I wonder if she got pregnant for the content. I mean, maybe she got pregnant to have a a child, you know, maybe both. But now she just has to have a child away from the cameras like us normal people do. I mean, not me. I don't have kids, (laughs) but yeah, sad. I weep for her. Just kidding. I don't. She did a paparazzi. Go back. Sorry. She did a paparazzi photo shoot also. I swear this this was this is a she was papped. She was pop smeared. I'm starting that. That's what we say on this show. She was pop smeared. Walking on the street with Bo like the same day or maybe like the day before her pregnancy announcement came out as an exclusive to Us Weekly. And she's like, you know, she's like covering up her baby bump. They're walking on the street. There's no one else around. I swear this is like they called the paparazzi to get this shot of themselves. So that they would have good new photos to go along with the following day's pregnancy announcement. Right? Am I crazy? Okay, I can't talk about I can't talk about Vanderpump rules people anymore. I can't. Hospitalize me for exhaustion. Okay, we have to talk about this. This is so funny. This is so funny. Stephen Amell's neighbor took a shit on his roof. Jack, Stephen Amell's neighbor took a shit on That's his roof. That's a green arrow. That's the what's he from? Arrow. Arrow. He's Arrow on the CW, and <laughs> he he tweeted a picture of, of like a turd on a roof, and here's the text he said, and I quote. 
Our next door neighbor has been illegally doing construction for three plus years. Cass got upset with her after we did everything we could to be neighborly. Cass called her out multiple times on on Memorial Day weekend. The next day, she snuck into our backyard and shit on our roof. End quote. Honestly, truly love this. We need more rich people shitting on each other's roofs. Like this is what we need more of as a culture, as a society. I don't care if it's human poop or cat poop. It could even be a big dog's poop. I just love it. I think this is performance art. Whoever that neighbor is, is an artist. Let's put this shit in the Louvre. Let's celebrate this shit. If you're mad at your neighbor, this is a great nonviolent way to tell them how you feel. Just poo-poo on their roof. It's hard to clean up because you got to go up on the roof. (laughs) Do you think that she climbed up or did she fling it? Did she get like a lacrosse sticky thing and fling it on the roof? Is it bad that I'm advocating for pooping on roofs? I just think it's so funny. Jack, would you ever poop on someone's roof? For even the slightest provocation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for almost any reason. I would do that. <laughs> you would? You would shit on someone's roof? To get revenge on someone, and if it was possible to get to get up to the roof? Yeah, absolutely. Would you fling it up on the roof, or would you climb up on the roof and actually shit it out there? I think it would be better to to climb up and, and shit it out up there. You, you think it's better to go up on the roof? Yeah. Okay. I think I agree, because it's even if they don't see you shitting it on the roof, it's like... It's about the process of the creating the shit. You you created the shit on their roof. It's better than like fishing it out of a toilet and flinging it with a lacrosse stick. This is this is truly wild. I love this. This picture, I want I I should I print this out and make it like and frame it? It's art to me. It's a stinky little doo-doo piece of art. Do you want me to frame it for your office, Jack? I'm good. You're good. Okay. Do you like being my sidekick? I feel like it's going well. I think it's fine. I don't think I'm your sidekick. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm it's I'm I'm in the tech booth over here. Okay. I think you like it. I'm the tech. Um Beyonce wrote a letter to the Kentucky Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, asking that they arrest the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. So this is good. I'm glad that she wrote a letter. I just can't believe they still haven't arrested the cops that killed her. So fucked up. Um, speaking of police brutality, do you guys remember Jay Farrow from SNL? He was like, I think if I don't know if he ever graduated from a featured player, but he was like on SNL for a while. Do you remember him, Jack? Yeah. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> He recently opened up about having like this terrible experience with the LAPD, um, which it took place in February of this year. So literally like, I don't know, a couple months ago. And he said that the cops like said he looked like a different suspect that they were after and they chased him down with guns while he was on a walk in like North Hollywood or something. And he like got like need on his neck like George Floyd like they like an officer like pinned him to the ground with a knee he found video footage of it 
It's really, really fucked up. It's really, really dark. I was going to show a video of him talking about it, but I think I'm not going to show it because it is really he he edits in like graphics of the cops like pinning him down. And I think just for the sake of like, I don't want to show that it's very graphic. Um, it's a far away video. I think that if you're interested, you should go to Jay Farrow's Instagram because he's posted a whole thing about it. But it's like, it's really sad. It's really fucked up. Um, it's like, it's crazy. He said, you know, he ended the video saying, I could have easily been an Ahmad Arbery or a George Floyd. Black lives matter. Black lives always matter. We as a country can't breathe anymore. We are tired. We are sick. We are tired of it. I can't breathe. End quote. Yeah. So it's really sad. Um, so I thought I would just quickly touch on that. I won't show the video, but I will link it in the show notes if you're curious. Okay. In lighter news, it's Pride Month. SpongeBob is a member of the LGBTQ plus community. And we have to celebrate SpongeBob. Um, some people on, online are saying SpongeBob is, is gay. The creator of SpongeBob said that SpongeBob was asexual a few years ago. Whether SpongeBob is asexual or queer or whatever, we support SpongeBob. We stan our LGBTQIA icon. I think he's asexual. I think SpongeBob is asexual. That's what people in the chat are saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. We celebrate. We love it. We stand an ace king. Love it. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride, everybody out there. All my queer little BBs. I love you deeply. Okay. Okay, I want to talk about The Bachelor. And you have to bear with me because I do not watch The Bachelor. I'm not a Bachelor person. Never have ever watched it. Literally, like, ever. I think maybe I've seen, like, like, I know what it is, like, because I live on Earth. But I've never watched it. I'm not a Bachelor person. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be bad at talking about it. But I think maybe I'll start watching it just because I do this podcast and some of you care about The Bachelor. Maybe I'll start watching it. I watched like one season of Unreal. I thought Unreal was good, but <laughs> it's like a scripted show about the producers who make The Bachelor. But um, for season 25, they announced that they're casting their first black Bachelor. His name is Matt James. So this is this is historic He's the first black bachelor. The announcement that he's going to be the bachelor came after tens of thousands of bachelor fans signed a petition demanding that ABC cast its first black bachelor, the season 21 bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay, who I have always thought she was cool and she's always like giving good sound bites. So I know who she is just because she's like a famous person. But Rachel Lindsay, she, Lindsay, she was a first black bachelorette. She said that she would boycott the franchise if they didn't take more steps to be diverse. And I think that they like they they took that seriously. So they cast they casted Matt James to be the next bachelor. He was actually supposed to be. Oh, season. Yeah. Season 25. Isn't that crazy that 
that it's taken them 25 seasons to cast their first black person like that's ridiculous like this show's been on since the beginning of time and it's been like all white people I'm pretty sure um yeah he was supposed to be on this the season that was supposed to be filming right now which is Claire Crawley's season I, I don't know I don't know who that is am I supposed to know am I supposed to know am I supposed to know who that is I don't know who Claire Crawley is but he was supposed to be on her season and then he got axed I think because like I don't know either he, he I can't tell if he got fired because of coronavirus and everybody got fired or if he got kicked off because he there was some drama between him and Claire where he was like talking about her in the press and he was like she was like don't talk about me you've never met me and I don't know like I I need a I need a bachelor correspondent to explain this to me my cousin Brooke shout out to my cousin Brooke she always texts me about the bachelor and explains this stuff to me so Brooke if you're listening to this episode, I need you to explain what happened with Matt James, why he wasn't on the last season. Like, what's his deal? Like, where does he fall in the Bachelor universe? I know he's like roommates with some Bachelor person named Tyler Cameron or something. Am I getting that name wrong? I don't know. He's involved in the Bachelor world. Um, Blair XY in the chat says the best reality dating show was the all bisexual season of Are You the One? And I could not agree more. That is the only dating show I've only seen Are You the One pansexual queer season. And I've seen Love is Blind. But Are You the One bisexual pansexual season is so good I don't know does it have a better name than that <laughs> just like it's the season where everyone everyone fucks everyone <laughs> and it's truly so good that was so good I watched every episode um I think it was on MTV VH1 hard to say there's no way to find out um yeah I gotta have Brooke I have to have Brooke like call into the show and explain all of this all right uh, oh, so Rachel did like a whole Twitter thread. Let's look at her tweets. Okay, she said, congrats to Matt James. I'm happy to see that a black man was cast after 18 years and 40 seasons. I believe it is a step in the right direction. End quote. Holy shite. 40 seasons. I guess that's all of the Bachelor shows combined. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of time to not have any black men playing The Bachelor. She tweeted again saying, I would be remiss to not point out that based on the current climate, it feels like a knee jerk reaction and a result of societal pressure. This announcement without any further commitments regarding diversity sweepingly brushes deeper issues under the rug. And then her last tweet says, until we see action to address the systemic racism within the franchise, the casting news today is equivalent to the trend of posting a black box on your social media account without other steps taken to dismantle the systems of injustice, end quote. I love it. I love that she's like, okay, Bachelor, okay, Bachelor Nation, you're going to go and post a black box. Let's see like, what else you do. <laughs> I love it. She's putting them in, her, in their place. It's good shit. I love this. This I love. I like Rachel Lindsay. I need to follow her. I'll I'll get in. I'll get into the Bachelor. I'll start with like 
Matt James's season. Why not? Why not? I'll become a bachelor person. Is it hard to become a late in life bachelor person? Like, has any, does anybody have any advice for people like me who are late in life bachelor adopters? Please hit me up with any advice. I need advice. I don't know what to do. I've never watched it. Maybe, maybe I'm too old to get into The Bachelor. Maybe it's like something you have to get into when you're like a kid or something. <sighs> Just took a big sip. Sponsored by Hot and Rich. Okay. <clears throat> okay, what's going on with Sia? <laughs> what is going on with Sia? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> this is actually like such a mess. What's going on with Sia? It is such a mess. As you all know, I have a conspiracy theory that Sia lives in Kourtney Kardashian's um, like servants' quarters bathroom. That's a deep cut. Actually, that might be a reference to my old podcast. I don't think I talked about that theory on Hot and Rich. <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. Scratch it. I just... Okay, Sia is is like... She's fucking up. She messed up. She... Great singer-songwriter. Bad at Twitter. Questionable, questionable behavior on Twitter. On Friday... Okay. This is like so confusing what happened with Sia. I first caught wind of it because I saw like hashtag Sia is over party was trending and I was like what is going on I was like what did Sia do like how was Sia racist I assumed it was a racist racial thing and it, it turns out it is it started because on Friday a fan tweeted at her with a photo of Nicki Minaj asking Sia whether she would ever collaborate with the rapper and then Sia responded to that fan tweet saying this I love at I am Cardi B, and although this isn't a collaboration, I would love to collab with her any day. So she basically mixed up Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. They don't look alike. She responded to a fan who posted a picture of Nicki Minaj and then called it and tagged, called her and tagged Cardi B. So people started dragging her being like, oh, my God, like you don't know the difference between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like the barbs came out <laughs> like claws out, you know, and then um, Sia, <laughs> Sia just makes it worse somehow. And she says, um, wait, did I miss one? Oh, she wrote. No, no, go back. So the look at the bottom tweet first. She said. Dudes, I also like at Miss Nikki, baby. I don't give a shit about feuds. George Floyd was fucking murdered. Breonna Taylor murdered. Come on, let's rise in unity. You think I'm Cardi B and Nikki are so petty that they would want you focusing on a silly feud instead of real news, end quote. So that tweet is weird because she... This wasn't about any feuds. It was about how she mixed up Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Secondly, she tags the wrong Nicki. At Miss Nicki, baby, isn't Nicki Minaj's Twitter handle. It's someone else. Hold on. I forget who it is. At Miss Nicki, baby, is. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. 
A nude model. She's on Love and Hip Hop. This is someone on Love and Hip Hop, a different woman named Nikki, who is not Nikki Minaj. <laughs> so um, she like tripled down and tagged a, di- a different woman, I, it confusing more people together. And then she wrote my fuck up and then tagged the correct Nikki at Nikki Minaj. And then, and then she tweets this tweet, which makes it even worse. She says, Hey, I, I am Cardi B at Nikki Minaj. You aren't thinking about a feud right now. Are you? We are focused on the problem of systemic racism end quote. So she got dragged for this tweet because like she's telling two black women that they need to be focused on systemic racism, which is like, first of all, Sia, you're white. <laughs> like, don't tell black people how to handle this moment in time. Like, back away. And then also, no one was talking to Sia about Nikki and Cardi B's feud that, like, hasn't really been in the news for, like, a long time. Like, years at this point. Like, this is, like, she's just slipping on, like, 10,000 internet banana peels. Like, it's truly, like, she just keeps fucking up. Sia is just confused. Like, Sia got dragged for mixing up Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and then I think, like, thought that the dragging wasn't about her and that it was about the feud between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B from, like, a couple years ago. And then somehow, like, was like, I don't know. It's it's a big mess. She must have. She is confused. She is confused. She apologized. She tweeted this. Is there another tweet? Yeah. She says, I totally misunderstood a tweet earlier that has resulted in me making a buffoon out of myself. Sorry, at Nagi Minaj and at I am Cardi B. If you hear about it, can I just like you both? She doesn't know what happened. She doesn't know what happened she's confused i think she's still confused i think someone needs to take sia's phone away from her why why post like this side twitch in the chat said she caught brain worms from the kardashians and i think i agree and i think she caught it by living in courtney kardashian's guest bathroom which is my conspiracy theory if you look at the Imagine video, Sia is in a weird kind of shitty bathroom. And I think that that's Kourtney Kardashian's guest bathroom because they always hang out together. Okay. Now let's do a segment that I do every day called Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh Still Together? So can I get a drum roll of Zach Braff and Florence Pugh emotes going in the chat? Let's get them going before I reveal the answer. Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together? Well, oh, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yes, they are. Jackie spoiled it. You know, it's not, that's the way we usually do it. <laughs> I know. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Courtney Stodden and Brian Austin Green and also uh, Timmy Chalamet spreading chlamydia. Be back soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're back, everybody. <sighs> okay. 
This is my favorite story of the day. I'm truly so blessed. I'm living in the most blessed time. I thought that I was in a cursed time where only hellish and bad things happened. But then I found a glimmer of light. I found a ray of sunshine had kissed my skin when I woke up this morning and I saw this headline in the Daily Mail. Megan Fox's estranged husband, Brian Austin Green, exits a restaurant with Courtney Stodden weeks after his ex was linked to Machine Gun Kelly. Wow. This is huge for me. This is really big for me. As you all know, I'm a lifelong Courtney Stodden fan. Like, ride or die, she is one of my top faves. If you don't know who Courtney Stodden is, let me just give you a brief primer. Okay, she was a child bride. She was 16 years old when she married the guy from Lost and the Green Mile, like a kind of like D-list character actor, Doug Hutchison. He was like 50 years old when they got married. Truly gross, a case of child abuse, if you ask me. Um, and uh, she like was super sexual and like popped onto the paparazzi stage like with all this confidence and I just like loved her I was like this girl she's in a fucked up situation and her parents definitely fucked her over but she's got something and I like it I like what she's got so I've always liked Courtney Stodden she's like this pinuppy like she's got these huge fake boobs she's got platinum blonde hair I'm rooting for her I love her she's had a lot of struggles over the years she's divorced from Doug now she's living her best life she released an album I paid money to see her live like in LA she did a show like a year and a half ago <laughs> she did a show in LA and I <laughs> went to go see her and I paid like 40 bucks or something. <laughs> and I was like one of like 20 people there. It was like not a crowded concert. <laughs> it was like a very intimate concert with me and Courtney Stodden. Anyway, I'm like a ride or die Courtney Stodden fan. Um, I think she's a local hero. Um, I love her. She's only 25 years old. And now she's now she's dating Brian Austin Green. They were they were paparazzoed. They were pap smeared in front of uh, a restaurant. Let's see. It's called uh, te wait, Tequila something. Oh, yeah. They were leaving the Mexico Grill and Tequila Lounge in Agora Hills in California with a takeout bag. <laughs> it's so great. She's wearing this leopard outfit with some wedge heels. She looks gorgeous, snatched. He looks Brian Austin Green looks kind of schlubby, but it's fine. I don't care about him. I care about Courtney, and I am happy that she's found love with someone who's definitely more famous than Doug Hutchison and, like, definitely has more money than Doug Hutchison. And I'm happy for this. I'm happy for her. She's leveling up. She looks glowy. She looks good. Um, let's, let's just look at all these paparazzi pictures and just fawn over them for a second. Let's just look at these pictures and, and get into great detail. Okay, here's a shot. They've just uh, emerged from the restaurant. He's holding a takeout bag. She's holding the door open for him. 
I really love what the Daily Mail wrote about this. They wrote, um, they wrote, quote, he did not hold the door for her. He was casual in a Pink Floyd T-shirt and jeans with untied sneakers and Ray-Ban new Wayfarer classic, end quote. Love it. He kind of looks like grumpy or something, but I'm happy that they're, I'm happy that, I'm, I'm pretty sure she called the paparazzi, right? Maybe he doesn't know that she called the paparazzi, but like this to me is a planned photo shoot. She's got full glam hair and makeup. Let's go to the next picture. Do we have another one? Oh yeah. Here's like the wide shot of this. Yeah. She's, she's in full wardrobe hair and makeup. Let's go to the next one. Look at Courtney looks amazing. Look at this woman and tell me she is not fully thriving during coronavirus. We may all be suffering, but Courtney Stodden is thriving. She clearly was one of the people that got her roots touched up or she's wearing a wig. Either way, I support Courtney can do whatever she wants. She's been through a lot. I support her looking snatched as hell with fresh highlights and a gorgeous leopard dress. She's pulled her mask down so that we could see her beautiful makeup. And like, it's not safe. That's not a great way to be. But for the sake of this paparazzi photo shoot, I understand. I understand. She hasn't had a great paparazzi photo shoot like this in a long time. And I support her. Do we have any more pictures or is that it? Here's them from behind. He has a kind of a cute leather backpack on. I love a leather backpack moment. Hello, male fashion. Love it. Love it. Okay, so the masks are back on as they head to the car. You would think that they should have had the masks on at the restaurant, maybe take the masks off for the car, but they did it opposite. What do you think about the masks of it all, Jack? Do you think they should have had their masks on for the paparazzi? It's not, you know, it's not a good example to set, but, you know, do whatever you like. And why'd they put the mask on to get into the Tesla? You know, maybe because they're worried the Tesla will catch on fire and there'll be fumes. Okay. Yeah, that's a good theory. All right. Is that it? Oh, okay. Here's my research. Here's my research. I did some research because I was like, I, I, I got to find some evidence on Instagram. Are they actually together? What's going on? I found they both are hawking the same like merch for this thing called Smag, which is so <laughs> whatever. It's called it stands for Someone Make America Great, and it goes like the proceeds go to the ACLU. So it's like a good, it's a good, it's a good cause, I guess. Someone, I I think we should ban hats that invoke like any form of MAGA like can we just ban that like can we ban the like make America gay again ban make America like uh, whatever pink hair again like just ban hats that invoke MAGA in any way even if you're trying to take down MAGA just go away it's not it doesn't work it hasn't been working this whole time <laughs> he's still president I don't like it either but yeah, so they're, I think they're still a couple because they're both, uh, I think they're like in love. I feel like you don't hawk the same merch swag for charity like this unless you're fully in love. Just like the interlaced hand holding means you're fucking. I think when you hawk the same merch, that means you are in love. You've said the L word. 
L-O-V-E. I am calling it now. This is the real deal. They are endgame. He may have just divorced Megan Fox. I mean, he's not even divorced from Megan Fox. They're still technically married. But I don't think it's a rebound. I think this is true love because you don't you don't post matching Instagram hats unless you're truly in love. And I want love for Courtney. I want her to feel loved and supported and cherished. Honestly, like I would marry her if I wasn't already married. In fact, Courtney, if you want, you could I could leave Jack for you. Is that okay, Jack? You got it, lady. Okay, great. Uh, so you heard it here first. Me and Courtney are in love. Okay. Um, I briefly just wanted to shout out before the show ends. Um, Kendrick Sampson, one of my new favorite celebrities. Oh. Who? Do you not? Don't. There's no slide. There's no slide. Kendrick Sampson, he is on Insecure. I don't watch Insecure. So I've never heard of him until recently. Um he is, I guess he plays Nathan on Insecure. I should start watching Insecure because Kendrick Sampson is truly like so hot and awesome. Um, he has been a big part of the Black Lives Matter protests here in L.A. In fact, he got shot like seven times from rubber bullets and had to get like serious medical attention. He was beaten by batons. He's like on the front lines of these protests. Like he was at the People's Budget meeting with the L.A. City Council today alongside fellow Black Lives Matter leaders. And it was great. I watched the full thing. They like basically outlined why we need to defund the LAPD. And it was so inspiring. He spoke. I just want to play a quick clip of Kendrick Sampson speaking at the meeting today. We don't have to show the whole thing, Jack, but just so you can get a taste of just like how charismatic, how awesome this guy is. I truly love Kendrick Sampson. He rules. Elected officials choosing to invest in oppression and more trauma for our communities as opposed to what they know they need is actually violent. That is violence. It doesn't look like violence. We're not taught that it's violence. But that is literally extracting resources from what we know we need that we know is causing people hurt, harm, and trauma, physical, mental, spiritual trauma, and investing it in systems that create more trauma. Why do we have armed officers in our schools? I experienced police brutality coming up, growing up in high school. I was pulled out of my mom's car at gunpoint and accused of stealing it. I was told that he would shoot me if I, if I uh, tried to run. He was going to bust my kneecaps if I even moved. I was 16. You think I went back to school and wanted to see police officers? There was nothing, there was nothing ever that officers did to keep us safe. Teachers kept us safe. We could have used some more counselors. We could have used some more nurses. There's schools here that don't have nurses, don't have adequate counseling. I mean, near adequate counseling. They don't have the bare minimum for counseling. 
we need therapy in our schools. There's so many kids that experience okay. trauma in our communities. And we Honestly, like, I, I could watch that all day. He is... Do you guys hear the leaf blower? <laughs> yeah, there's God a leaf blower outside. Um, okay, Kendrick Sampson rules. We stand. He's awesome. He thinks we should not have cops in schools, and I couldn't agree more. I am going to start, like, fully standing. I, I, already, I fully stand Kendrick Sampson. I've, I've, I've followed him on Instagram, and I'm going to be watching very closely. Not only because he's extremely beautiful, but also because his brain is beautiful. Okay, let's abolish police. Let's abolish police. Okay, um, let's close out this show. I'm going to just quickly close my door so that you don't hear the, the leaf blower quite so loud. One sec. All right, for the podcast listeners, Kate is uh, closing the door uh, right now. So she's uh, now making her way back uh, over to the mic, and she's sitting down, and there she goes. <laughs> Wait, what, what were you saying, Jack? I was just helping out for the podcast listeners so that they weren't <laughs> you know, hearing dead air. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, everybody call your local school boards and demand to have no police in your local schools, wherever you live. Okay. So, this is funny. There is a crazy rumor going around that Timmy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, caused a chlamydia epidemic at NYU. My alma mater. I went to NYU, so this story strikes a specific chord with me. He apparently went to NYU in 2015 and, like, dropped out in 2016. So he was only there for a hot little second. But he, I guess, allegedly gave everybody chlamydia. I don't know if this is real, but let's look, let's look at the tweets. I first found out about this from this tweet that went viral over the weekend from at John spelled N-O-H. He wrote, quote, the whole Timothy Chalamet spread chlamydia at NYU thing is crazy because it actually happened. He fucked like a rabbit. Too many people I know can attest to knowing someone who knows someone that got chlamydia from Oscar nominated actor Timothy Chalamet. And that sends me. OK, let's look at more people saying it. Um, Maddie at Barnacle Bods <laughs> quote tweeted it and said, quote, LMAO, one of the boys I used to work with's girlfriend went to NYU, and he knows more than a couple people that got chlamydia from Timothy Chalamet. Oh, my God. Let's look at this next one. Uh, Victoria tweets, quote, I forgot that non-NYU people don't know that this is actually a thing until I saw all the comments on here saying it's fake, end quote. <laughs> Here's Jada saying, quote, the way me and all my freshy roommates heard this within the first three weeks of being at this school, end quote. Uh, it's so crazy. Is there one more? No, there's not. Listen, do I think it's real? I don't know. Chlamydia is like, isn't it a pretty chill, as far as STD go, STDs go, like you just like take a pill or something? So... It's possible. Hey, I'm not I'm not here to to STD shame anybody. I think, you know, it's okay if you catch an STD, just go get it treated if you can and uh wear a condom. I don't know, maybe he did it on accident. Maybe he didn't know he was spreading chlamydia. Chlamydia, you know, famously the chill STD. 
Famously, the STD that Emma got in Degrassi. Okay. From giving blowjobs in the van at the park. Shout out to Degrassi, the next generation. I miss it. Okay, everybody. That is our show. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for using those Zach Braff and Florence Pugh emotes. Please, if you have a second, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It does help the show. Subscribe here on Twitch to get access to the emotes, and that also supports the show. And uh, tell your friends to watch Hot and Rich. Thank you to Jack, my sidekick. Come on. My your producer. My producer. My producer. And my life partner, my husband. Um, shout out to my dog, Kenny. I don't know where she is, but I'm sure she's asleep somewhere. Shout out to the leaf blower. Wherever the leaves are blowing, I'm sure it's good. <laughs> it's good to get those leaves. You gotta leaves. get them out of the path or whatever. Get them out of the path. Off the, you know, driveway. Shout out to all workers everywhere. Whether you're blowing leaves or, you know, blowing something else. All right. Um... Anything else to announce? No. Nothing else to say? Oh, email me anytime. Hotandrichshow at gmail.com. Follow me, hotandrichshow, at hotandrichshow, I should say. I'm at Kate Raft. DMs are always open. If you see a celebrity doing something kooky, tips, anything, you want to just chat, I'm here for you. Courtney Stodden, open invite to come on the show. You're the hottest and richest person I know. Love you forever. Until next time, stay hot and stay rich. I'm so fucking rich and hot. I'm so fucking rich.